Welcome to podcast episode number one. I'm Paul Salvatore. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, I'm taking the plunge here. I'm hoping that I can offer just a little bit of thought-provoking discussion so that you can use this to inspire your next foray into the world of economic development. I have to say, when I was thinking about what to call my podcast, I debated almost everything under the sun. And then I circled back to live, work, play. That's a bit ironic because I've ranted about how live, work, play is such an overused expression in the world of economic development and how it lacks imagination, yada, yada, yada. So why did I choose this for my podcast title? Well, I guess you could say that live, work, play is really the destination where everyone wants to land at the end of the rainbow. If I have a successful economic development program, everybody, and I do mean everybody, would want to live, work, and play in your community. And in that sense, it's not such a bad thing to want to bring people to your community to live, work, and play. However, the real magic is how we get those people to live, work, and play in your community. And that's what I'm really here to discuss in my podcast today. I hope to bring you lots of ideas and strategies that'll get you to the destination. While I'm hoping along the way, we'll have discussions about the best approaches to economic development, whether it's marketing, investment attraction, or how to generate positive outcomes of every type. In this sense, live, work, and play is really about the sum of all actions and activities that makes your community stronger, and as a consequence, attracts the attention of the people that will grow it in the future. I should also note that while today's episode wades into the waters of economic development with today's topic on marketing, I plan to add guests from the world of economic development for engaging discussion on all kinds of topics that matter to you. Well, I'm always open to ideas and feedback, so please don't be shy about connecting with me directly through podcast links, LinkedIn, or by visiting my website at municipalexperts.ca. My goal for this podcast is to cover fun and interesting topics that make a difference, so fire away. I can't wait to hear from you. Speaking of the future, I know that any form of success here depends on how my listeners chat up what I'm up to. So please, dare I say, pretty please, let your friends and colleagues know what's happening. I really appreciate your support. Well, you've probably come across all kinds of different marketing campaigns over the years, whether that's your favorite airline, soft drink, or sports team, whatever the case may be. But have you ever noticed that WestJet doesn't advertise themselves as a nice airline or an airline that flies you where you want to go? Coke doesn't use a tagline like Coke, the drink that you can drink. When you're marketing intensive products like Coke or WestJet, you'll spend millions if not billions of dollars trying to create an identity that's different from your competitors. So why does it happen when we're talking about economic development and tourism marketing that we just want to live, work, and play? We've all seen it. Take a, take a fast run through Google and punch in live, work, play. You'll find a huge number of results that include so many communities that think that they're offering something unique. Is that unique? Why do communities chose to go out with, in many cases, limited marketing dollars to say something that has such minimal impact? I think I know a few reasons. In many cases, there's a room full of contributors. Some are volunteers, some are elected, and some just want to dabble in marketing. When the suggestion to use live, work, play comes up, 
Everyone around the room gets behind it, somewhat reluctantly, I think, because it's safe. Who wouldn't want to invite the world to live, work, and play in their community? Would that be so bad? One reason it's so safe is it's impossible to criticize, and that can be very important when you're trying to get the support from a panel of contributors. So it sounds good. It limits conflict. Isn't that good for business? Wouldn't that surely attract the masses to land in your community? So let's pretend that the town of Everywhereville has just made the decision to adopt Live Work Play as its new promotional campaign message. Now what? What are we going to do? Hint, it's time to sit back and really think about what you want other than random interest in future community investment through marketing. The great thing is you have a committee or a team that help you come up with this great message, but what's the most important is pulling that apart so that you can start developing a strategy that will lead to results. And what does that look like? If you haven't already done this, it's a great time to do an inventory, or at least some form of analysis of your current situation. What is your community known for? What are the areas that you want to target? If you could dream or imagine the future in 20 years, what would be different? It helps to brainstorm, so you can assemble the same group that came up with the super idea for your marketing slogan to bounce your idea around. There are so many different ways to consider how you can imagine the future. Is there an app that you can use to get started? Will you need a facilitator to bring together everybody? Try not to limit yourself with the obvious, like, we don't have the money for that or there aren't enough people. Those are limiting thoughts that keep you from getting some really cool ideas. Take a hint from the world of improvisational theater. Don't allow anyone to block your idea or any ideas in the room. Record the results, and only after every crazy idea is on paper can you take a step back to weed out the super crazy thoughts. After you've had some time to reflect, start to put together a plan that will accomplish that future. It's important to note that things start to get real as you dial into the areas that make the most sense. But try to resist the temptation to choose a vanilla option when you could choose something a little bit more unique. Another important step is to pay attention to what's happening in your part of the world. While you may have lots in common with neighboring communities, your goal is not to duplicate your neighbor's efforts, no matter how great you think they are. Don't get me wrong, it's human nature and not a bad thing to compare yourself to others. In fact, I would encourage it. But take a look at models that have something more to offer and aren't right next door. The process of comparison should give you ideas about the way things can be done, and that doesn't mean copying everything outright. Take a look at some award-winning marketing that's out there through your regional or national economic development marketing association, or Go one step further by looking at what award-winning approaches look like on an international level. You'll be surprised to see some amazing examples that you can emulate. That should be an eye-opening experience that's easy to do on the web. At the end of the day, you wouldn't want to dress in the same clothes as your neighbor every day, so don't think that following the same approach to economic development as your neighbor would get you better results as well. After you've pulled together your ideas and are starting to assemble something of a marketing plan, yes, you can Google how to put together a marketing plan, things will start to take shape. For me, 
Economic development is truly a social enterprise, and one of the greatest things about being involved in economic development is building a network that you can connect to to talk about so many things that affect you and your community. Don't be afraid to reach out and connect with your colleagues. In a world where we have resources like email lists and LinkedIn, you'll always find someone with great ideas that totally is interested in sharing what they know in return for getting some insight into the cool stuff that you're doing. Well, those are just a few ideas to keep in mind if you want to get past live, work, play. There's nothing wrong with that expression, but let's face it, even though it's safe, it doesn't make it the best thing since sliced bread. And I use best thing since sliced bread as another cliche that you probably shouldn't use either. Wink. Thanks for listening. Please look out for me on LinkedIn and share your thoughts. Send a private message if you have intense feedback or you want to be a guest on Live, Work, Play. I'd love to have you. Take care, keep it real, and have fun. I'm Paul Salvatore. Until next time, cheers.